0: Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. Today, I'm sort of uh, touching on another one of those little, I don't know, maybe a philosophical thing, but sort of a a little analysis of of, uh, the approach that we take. You know, after years of experimenting with leaves and botanicals and other natural materials in aquariums, and with a growing global community of hobbyists doing the same thing, The mental roadblocks to this approach are starting to fall, I mean, we see that. We're seeing all sorts of tanks being created by all sorts of hobbyists, which in years past would garner far more of those hushed whispers like, what's he doing, and criticisms than any gasps of envy. Yet that's starting to change. With all of the newcomers in our world, though, you'll still find, uh, inevitably, find some confusion or misunderstanding about how these systems filled with all these decomposing seed pods and leaves and such are managed. Uh, Some think that these systems and their natural, you know, microbial and fungal populations render any concerns about accumulating organics irrelevant and that you could just relax on maintenance practices. Others are concerned that the very structure of botanical style aquariums renders them ticking time bombs, you know, teetering on the brink uh, 24-7, ready to crash and burn at a moment's notice. And um, with, you know, with so many, as with so many things in aquarium keeping, the truth really lies somewhere in between It's not black and white, but it's not that uh, that there's any mystery to it either. It all boils down to observing, really, many of the basic tenets of aquarium keeping. Like, as much as you'll see me occasionally, you know, throw some shade on some of these long-held aquarium practices and beliefs, most of what we do in our world is based upon time-honored techniques of husbandry and such, because they work. Don't assume that because we accept and foster some unusual natural processes like decomposition and biofilms and all that stuff that we categorically eschew the basics of aquarium keeping. I may trash talk mindset and attitudes, but I will never downplay the virtues of stuff like regular water exchanges, proper stocking, feeding and observation of aquariums. This stuff is fundamental. And it always makes me laugh that when contemplating trying any new type of approach to aquariums, a certain percentage of hobbyists almost always feel that, aha, this is the one that somehow exempts them from the basics of aquarium husbandry. It's almost predictable. Why is that? I wish I knew. You know, and some of the generic descriptors we use in our practice might very well gloss over some of the subtle nuances, stuff that we all should have a basic understanding of, and I admit that. Need an example? Like the term organics that we've used as a metaphoric red flag in the hobby to discourage throwing this stuff into tanks you know, in years past is still important to understand. Not all organics are bad. Organics are defined as natural matter or compounds with a carbon base, which is pretty much everything, right? Stuff like nitrogenous compounds, however, are detrimental to aquarium water quality when they accumulate in excess over time. Nitrite, nitrates, ammonia, that kind of stuff. Phosphates are sometimes detrimental. So, you know, it's important to draw a distinction and, and at least understand you know what the breaking point is. Now, no approach to aquarium keeping will refer your aquarium, mean, you know, render your aquarium completely immune to these negative impacts. It's simple as that. They're natural systems. There's there's gonna be negative impacts and positive impacts. But a well-thought-out, well-managed botanical-style aquarium can manage nutrient inputs and exports effectively. The key is about balance, it's about making sure that you have the means to utilize or export excess nutrients in place. Like, in our case, it's a healthy, diverse population of bacteria, fungal growths, microorganisms, etc. Coupled with a common sense, tried and true methods of aquarium management to help you create a stable, healthy aquarium for the long term. And sure, dissolved organics can accumulate and even be problematic in any kind of aquarium if you don't have the necessary control and expo- nutrient control and export processes in place to deal with them. What would these processes be in our case? Well, to start with, proper stocking, careful feeding decent water movement and filtration to physically remove any uneaten food and excess fish waste use of some chemical filtration media such as organic scavenger resins carbon etc but maybe those those resins and various things which tend not to remove the tint but act upon specific compounds like nitrate phosphate etc and of course regular water exchanges yeah the centuries old tried and true process of exchanging water is probably the single most important aspect of nutrient control and export for any system, traditional, botanical, marine, fresh, etc., etc. There's no substitute for diluting organic impurities through regularly scheduled water changes, in my opinion. Nothing crazy here, right? Like this is pretty much aquarium keeping 101, huh? It's not some revelation. I'll say it again. In my experience, there's nothing inherently more challenging or more dangerous about these types of tanks than there is with any other specialty system. The fact that the water is brown and that there's biofilms and decomposition doesn't mean that a well-managed tank is any closer to disaster than any well-managed clear water system with pristine white gravel or sand or whatever. But the reality is, there's no magic here. We simply need to do the work necessary to keep our aquariums operating in a healthy state. Nope, nothing new here. In my opinion, no aquarium of any type is set and forget. Do that and you'll be in for a rude awakening with a blackwater botanical style tank or any tank. You simply can't take that approach to this hobby, in my humble opinion. That being said, I commend many of you for forging ahead with the new ideas in this approach that may not be familiar to you. Moving from the theoretical to the functional takes some courage, imagination, and most of all, impulse. When it comes to trying out new and exotic aquarium concepts, guys like me, as you all know by now, just need to get the damn thing started and stop musing on about it. Others of you just go full speed ahead. Damn the torpedoes. You guys are amazing. Regardless, self-awareness is important. I think that it's in my nature to get a bit too deep into planning. The challenge for me is to not get so bogged down and in the cycle of analysis paralysis that I never get the projects off the drawing board. So don't get in this rut, okay? Just understand what's involved, what's required of you as a hobbyist, and simply move forward. Just remember one thing, it's not a plug and play proposition. It requires some effort, some thought, some observation, and some patience. So yeah, I'm glad you're here. Glad you made that mental shift. And glad you have the courage to try something that might be new for you. Enjoy, learn, practice, explore, and share. Stay thoughtful, stay creative, stay relentless, stay undeterred, stay diligent, and of course, always stay wet. Thanks for spending a little part of your day with me. I hope this little thought today maybe found some resonance in in your brain somewhere. I think it might. Anyway, have a great day. We'll talk to you real soon, and thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you and see you on the next installment of The Tin.